What's up, everybody? Welcome to Totally a Fan. I am your host, Taffy. This is the show where we go over news in the world of movies, comics, TV, video games, your fan and fanfare right here. Uh, flying solo today again, boys. Jesse just keeps on dying. You know, mysterious car accident, bear maulings, you name it. But uh, Jesse will hopefully be back. However, I do have some major announcements, and I'll get into that in a moment. But I want to thank you guys, first and foremost, for taking time out of your day to come hang out with us here at the uh, Fan Cave. Um, like I said, we go over news and information, but we do it every Saturday live on Twitch at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So definitely make sure that you guys are coming in to Twitch. If for whatever reason you can't catch the live stream on Twitch, you can go to anchor.fm slash totally fan Mondays at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. The podcast goes up or wherever else you like to listen to podcasts, Apple Music, Google Play, etc. It's all there at totally a fan. Now, if for whatever reason you can't catch the live stream or the podcast, we also got YouTube. Everything's going to be on YouTube. Clips and bits of the episode, as well as full episodes, go live on Wednesday. But all that stuff is there for you guys to catch. Now, big news, big news, big news. Next week, we are going to have our very first guest. That's not Jesse. Our very first guest. I'm really excited. Um, expect this week to see all the social medias and stuff like that. I was trying to get to it last week. Unfortunately, something came up with work. I'm super busy, so I wasn't able to do so. However, with that said, please, guys, make sure that you guys are tuning in next Saturday, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, twitch.tv slash totallyfantaf for our very first guest. He is a comedian. He is freaking hilarious. I absolutely love this guy, and I'm so glad to, for, that he was down to do the show because he's got some really cool insight that I think a lot of you guys will enjoy. So thank you for uh, that. So let's go ahead and get started. Legends of the Hidden Temple is coming to Paramount+. Plus. However, uh, not just the reruns. We are getting brand new episodes. In addition, you can sign up. You guys can get uh, sign up to go get casted on the show. Uh, I believe I posted the link up on our Facebook. Again, facebook.com slash fan. Please make sure you guys are following on all social media for that uh, community engagement plus news updates and blah, 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 blah. Uh, you can sign up with you and a friend um, to appear on the next Legends of the Hidden Temple. However, keep in mind that the show is only going to be open to adults. So while Paramount Plus does have the old episodes and you guys can catch up on all the cool shenanigans, start watching those videos, start training, start taking notes, because now that you're an adult, you can now compete in the Legends of the Hidden Temple. Now, I'm super excited. I need to find my partner. Honestly, I was going to ask Kevin. Uh, He's my little brother. He's the guy that I live with here in California. Uh, but I know he's super busy, so I haven't been able to ask him yet. Um, I would also like to get my brother Leo, but I posted it on my personal Facebook, and it was funny. He was like, yeah, my back, I, I can't. Yeah, that's not going to happen, dude. And uh, it's funny because the the monkey statue for me has always been, like, the trickiest thing, right? Because it's you would think it's obvious based on the direction it's facing and the way like the arms and legs are placed that you have to put it a certain way. But for whatever reason, kids would always mess up the the monkey statue at the end. So I'm really concerned about that if I were to go do it. However, with that said, I do want to go try. I want to try to compete. I think that'd be fun. Um, it, it'd be very nostalgia, nostalgic. Um, but I think it would bring or it would lend itself to um, just – you know, some like humor and things like that. I think it'd be really cool for the for the fan cave, help build a little bit of exposure. I, th- I think it'd be dope. And, and it was something that I've been thinking about for the longest time. 
Um, so will we do it? I don't know. I'm going to sign up for it and we'll see what happens, but I'm really excited. So you two can sign up. Uh, you just have to be at least 21 years or older. Um, and then hopefully you guys can win that bike from Schwinn or Mongoose or whoever it is. That's going to be the, uh, the major supplier for the new season, but I'm really excited for it. Can't wait to see it. Next, we have a bunch of new games rumored to be coming out for the Switch. Now, last week we reported that the E3 convention is a go. They are going to do some sort of online situation. Um, and the games that Jesse and I were talking about from the, uh, the Switch event, the Direct, Nintendo Direct, that was, I think it was the last month. I'm trying to remember. I can't remember when exactly it was, but the Direct last month or the month before... Um, we were talking about how we were upset that they didn't have any news about Breath of the Wild, um, apart from the fact that they were working on it. We were also hoping for some sort of news or confirmation about a Mario Kart or or something, right? Well, uh, new links from Zippo, a Nintendo insider who... I don't know too much about Zippo, so take this with a huge grain of salt. However, they were kind of accurate on some of the Smash Brothers information that got uh, released, um, some of the leaks and stuff like that that happened throughout the throughout his time uh, time frame. They are now reporting that we are going to get a Mario Kart Nine, a Switch Super Mario Party Two, and a new Donkey Kong. Now. From my understanding, Donkey Kong will not be called Donkey Kong Country, but it is set to be a 2D side-scroller kind of 3D-esque uh, Donkey Kong type of game. Uh, we'll have more information on that uh, as it becomes available. Mario Kart 9 has been in the works supposedly for the last three years, so um, that's looking like something might happen soon. And then uh, Super, Mario, Super Mario Party 2, which is the second one for the Switch... Um, that also has been supposedly has been rumored to be in development for the last couple of years. So with that said, um, give me a second, boys. So with that said, uh, the games are rumored to be coming out later this year, more than likely come out in time for Christmas. However, like I said, if you take this with a grain of salt, there is no actual confirmation of these games being in development. With E3 on the on the way, it's possible we could see something at Nintendo's uh, Direct at E3. We don't know yet because it's all rumored, so keep that in mind. However, if these games are coming out, let me know in the comments down below on YouTube or if you're on Twitch on the live stream, post it down on the side over there. I want to know what are your thoughts on these, on these new Nintendo games. Personally, I love those games specifically. Uh, I think those games are Nintendo's bread and butter. They're the best games to, to play on the Switch. Um, I'm really excited more so for Mario Kart than the others, but I do have fun with Mario Party. Now, there is, um, in addition to all the news, supposedly uh, Mario Party's update that happened very recently, I think it happened at the end of March, um, had some sort of online feature, and a lot of people are speculating that that online feature might be something they introduce in the new Mario Party um, when the new game comes out, it caught a lot of people by surprise because that update came out of nowhere. So it's possible that that just goes to the theory. It just feeds it a little bit more. So we'll see. We'll report more as we get it. Uh, honestly, I do kind of wish Jesse was here cause he would have loved to have talked about it, but it is what it is. We got new games, hopefully, and we're really excited about those games that are on the works. 
they'll be there for you. Okay, that's probably a DMCA strike, and that was also terrible singing. But uh, if you got the clue, Friends is getting a reunion special, and it's coming to HBO Max. I believe the date was May 27th. I forgot the date. Um, now, this new special, uh, keep in mind, um, it's, it is not a new episode. It is not new material. It is not the characters we know and love. It is the actors coming together, visiting the set, and enjoying, you know, what they once had, right? It's a very nostalgic episode. Actually, you know what? This whole episode of Totally Fans has been very nostalgic. But that reunion special is going to be similar to the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air special that we saw where um, the cast and crew came back and they visited the old set. Um, everything was just as it was on, on that last episode. So, um that is what we're going to get with this new special. It's called The One Where They Get Together, or When They Come Back, I think is what it's called. The One Where They Come Back is the name of the episode. And again, it's a special. So don't expect new material. Don't expect new characters. Now, it's also said that uh, we're also going to be getting some celebrities uh, that came back to the show. Um, we don't know who specifically is in the lineup, but I'm pretty sure some of the celebrities are going to be the ones that um, made a guest appearance um, others might be some that like the show really influenced could be young, a younger generation too, that might've grown up on it. Who knows? Um, I believe it's probably going to be some of like, uh, some of like the returning, uh, celebrities or the, the cameos and stuff like that. So that's new for friends, but definitely again, I want to make sure that you guys are fully aware, uh, cause for the longest time I thought it was going to be a new episode. And I didn't find out until I think on Wednesday that it's actually going to be a reunion special. So I want to make sure you guys are absolutely aware. Don't give your hopes up, please. I don't want anyone to be sad or anybody to be defeated and, and all of that. So so that's out there. Uh, again, it's going to be streaming on HBO Max. I believe it's May 27th. But if you guys follow on social media, at TotallyFan, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, Twitter as well, um, the actual date will be there. The correct date will be there because... Off the top of my head, I can't remember. Now, for the last bit of news. We just got our first trailer for Venom 2. Let there be carnage. And I am fucking excited, guys. This trailer looks sick. Now, a couple things I want to bring up. First, um, it doesn't look like they have any ties to the previous movie in terms of um, the... The Life Foundation, I don't think it's going to be connected to that storyline. I think it's going to be more along the lines of Maximum Carnage, um, or sorry, um, Absolute Carnage, where Carnage basically has like little minions here and there, and he basically forms his own cult. I think it's going to be more in lines with that based on some of the trailers and theories that I've been watching in relation to the new trailer that got released. Um, we do have... Uh, a couple of returning people, Venom, obviously, Eddie Brock, um, Mrs. Chen, who the scene in the trailer was like really fun and uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, and then obviously Woody Harrelson is coming back as Carnage. He is going to get a sort of a haircut. Uh, we also have two new characters. Well, they're new characters to the movie, but they are actually very common characters in the Marvel or in the Carnage Venom universe. Um, one of which is supposed to be a new symbiote, uh, symbiote, sorry, or symbiote, whatever. Is it, it's symbi, symbiote, right? I always forget. It's a new symbiote. Um, his name is Toxin, who's actually like the child of Carnage. And then the other one is the girl with the glowing eye. I forgot her name. It's not Scream. 
Um, but she is a love interest of Carnage in the comics. We also have some really interesting Easter eggs. We have a, a Daily Bugle newspaper in which the character who will then become Toxin, um, he's reading newspapers about Cassidy. And he, you can see that he, he seems upset about reading whatever article he's reading. And it could be in relation to Eddie being able to talk to Carnage about the various murderers and deaths and all that stuff that Carnage or that uh, Cletus Cassidy is in charge of or he's been accountable for or whatever. Um, and the police is probably mad because Eddie's getting the inside scoop and it's not helping out their investigation whatsoever. That's common. It, it, you see it all the time in, in police movies and police shows. So it's going to be interesting to see that dynamic. But the more important thing is how is the Daily Bugle going to fit into this? Because uh, there was an article. I'm trying to remember when it came out, but there was an article not too long ago that said that the characters in the Venom movie are totally unaware of Spider-Man's existence. With that said, at the end of Homecoming, there was the whole DailyBugle.net scene. But that was more of um, Alex Jones, um, like far right, like crazy fucking Fox News thing, right? That that That's what that seemed like, right? Like more of like an InfoWars, like a totally crazy psychopathic InfoWars type of video versus the daily bugle like newspaper so that's going to be interesting to see how that's connected because we do know that morbius is going to be connected to the mcu spider-man but how is venom going to get attached to it that was something that was rumored a long time ago with the first one with tom holland making an appearance as peter parker not as spider-man in the movie so that's going to be really interesting to see now let's get to something a little bit juicier carnage himself in my opinion i am not too pleased with and let me explain why in the trailer i think i don't know if it's a lighting situation or if it's the cgi or maybe the location or whatever whatever but carnage looks too dark like in the sense of like he's always in shadows he's never like out in the light or whatever and i wonder if that's a way just to kind of hide the cgi aspect of of the whole thing but that's something that i noticed that i wasn't really too happy with like i wanted to see bright reds right? Something more vibrant. Um, obviously, it's supposed to be like blood and blood's usually dark, but I, I wanted to see something a little bit more vibrant, something a little bit brighter. Um, and it's hard to see like the black and red details in his suit or in his, uh, in his form. So that's something that I was kind of bothered with. The other thing I'm bothered with is despite the two money shots that look so fucking sick as Carnage, um, the biggest things that I was worried about is that he looks too much like Riot from the first Venom movie. It almost seems like it's a Riot 2.0, and I know that joke is going around everywhere, but it's a funny one, and it makes sense based on, on Carnage's appearance. Now, the movie, if that's the case in terms of how Carnage looks, the movie's really going to have to emphasize the personality differences between Venom and Carnage. Like, the best example that I always give to tell people the difference is that with Ed, with Eddie and Venom, what it is is Venom is in Venom is in charge most of the time. With Eddie, Venom is the one that does what he wants, but he uses his passion or yeah, his passion or his goals um, are elevated by his uh, symbiosis with Eddie. But Venom's in charge. When it comes to Carnage, Carnage loves what Cletus does, so Cletus is going to do what he going to do. 
but he is going to emphasize his abilities to do that with the Carnage symbiote. So that's going to be the biggest difference with their personalities. And that's what they're probably going to have to rely on if, in fact, Carnage looks a lot like Riot in the first Venom movie. Now, if you guys are fans of the comics, you'll know that Venom is usually bigger and bulkier. Carnage is more slim and, sl- uh, sorry, slim and slender. Um, he's more of an assassin, like, let me go kill, whereas Venom is more brute force. So visually, I, I don't think we're going to get that difference. Carnage just looks too much like Riot to me, especially in the sense that Carnage is able to form uh, spiked weapons just as what Riot was able to do. Um, So we'll see how it goes. But apart from that, the trailer, I think, looks sick. I can't wait to see what happens. And if, in fact, they do play off the absolute Carnage storylines, I think it'd be interesting to to introduce... um, I I think his name is Noel. I can't remember, but his name is Noel... And he's basically like the first of the Venom species. Um, and uh, supposedly he forms a weapon. I think it's called the God Killer. Or I think the character the character that picks up his weapon is known as the God Killer. And he is going to be appearing in Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, he's going to be played by Christian Bale in that movie. So I don't know if they're going to connect it through that. I probably not. Um, and they probably won't go into the whole null backstory, but if they do, I think that'd be cool. And I think it'd be a missed opportunity if they don't go that route. I'm just going to throw that out there. Either way, I'm really excited because I think Venom and Carnage, um, are like two of my favorite, like Marvel villains. I love the dynamic between the two and, and their, their, their hate and rivalry and all that stuff. Um, and I think the movies did an okay job, not including Peter Parker, not including Spider-Man. But the problem, the major problem I have is that Venom's goals and ambitions is because of Peter. It's because of the relationship it had with Peter. And with Venom not following that route, I think is what's hurting the movie because there are fans that don't like Venom. Um, I have a couple friends that really hate Venom because of that. Um, and while I can enjoy it, I definitely have my 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 issues with it as well. So we'll have to wait and see. But the trailer is live. You guys can watch it all over YouTube right now. Definitely go check it out. Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below or in the chat bar next to me here. But guys, that is going to wrap it up for today's episode. Unless you guys have any questions, uh, I just want to remind you guys that we go live every Saturday, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, twitch.tv slash TAF. Uh, make sure that you guys are watching us here. If for whatever reason you guys can't watch us live on Twitch, we are also on anchor.fm slash fan where you can catch the live podcast. Podcast goes up at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. If you can't catch the podcast on Anchor, make sure you catch it on Google uh, Google Play, Apple, tu- Apple iTunes. Um, or you can watch the episodes live on YouTube. Now, the episode goes up every Wednesday, but we sprinkle the clips throughout the week. So definitely make sure you guys are catching up with that. Now, if you guys like what we're doing here, please help support the channel. Uh, you can subscribe absolutely 100% for free using Twitch Prime on the Twitch. Uh, but just make sure you guys are like, sharing, commenting, and subscribing. The, biggest imp- the most important thing is that community engagement. So please make sure you guys are following on social media. Uh, I want to be able to talk to you guys more. I want to be able to see what what your guys' opinion is on anything going on in the world of fandom. But additionally, when we have guests, I you know want to get you guys involved. I want you guys to potentially be guests on here. So please make sure you guys are following on all social media. You guys can also jump on the Discord. So 
I'll talk to you guys later. I'll see you guys on the next one. But as always, until then, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much.